Welcome to this podcast, made possible by Vision Australia Radio, your community radio station. Visit varadio.org for more information on Vision Australia Radio and our podcasts. Welcome to Vision Extra, coming to you from Vision Australia Radio, Peter Greco with you, and with us is Blindness Product Specialist, and also with Pacific Vision, Sam Taylor. Sam, good to catch up again. Hey, Peter, great to be back again. Now, uh, almost this time last year, the Braille Sense 6 was launched, and um, I guess it's little... Sibling has uh, just been launched as well. Yes, you could say that. Um, unveiled just recently at uh, CSUN, we um, unveiled, or HIMS unveiled, the Braille Sense 6 Mini. Probably what's um, been talked about the most with this device is it's just as powerful as the Braille Sense 6, but in a much smaller form factor. So we've got 20 cells of refreshable Braille in a package that weighs uh, around about 400 grams, I'd say. And it's got around about the same battery power and the same storage, you know, 128 gig, which is massive when you think about the iterations of note takers we've had over the years. Mm. And all the same processing power found in the Braille Sense 6 uh, released last year. So this is primarily aimed for people who are on the road a lot, who move between a lot of different meetings or classes or what have you. And um, yeah, just just want something to, um, you know, complement what they do in a, in a very small and discreet package, Peter. Now, I was lucky enough to have a bit of a play with the Browse Sense 6 earlier this year. It is very quick, particularly say compared to the U-Tour and or the Polaris. So the, the speed uh, loses nothing with the with the Mini? Nothing at all. And the keyboard has had a significant improvement um, over its predecessor. So over the, um, the Polaris Mini, keyboard is better. And of course, we've got the upgrade to the more modern Android, running Android 10 at the moment there as well. So speed is identical to the, the larger unit. The only trade-off is the, the smaller Braille display. So 20 cells. Yeah. What about as far as the keyboard goes? Is it similar to the, the BS6? Um, it's similar in in terms of accuracy, it's a very, very accurate keyboard that you're not able to outtype. As far as the layout of the keys, if you had a BrailleSense Polaris Mini and a BrailleSense 6 Mini uh, side by side, you'd be pretty hard pressed to tell the difference as far as the keyboard uh, sort of tactually disfeeling the keyboard uh, is concerned. It's not until you begin typing when you can really appreciate the difference and what HIMS has managed to do with this new keyboard design. So it, it really is a very nice keyboard to type on. Okay, what about some of its other features? I'm thinking in terms of uh, ports or uh, SD card uh, capabilities, that sort of thing. Sure. So we've kept the overall design of the machine the same. The SD card is still kept neatly underneath the battery. So for those who want to keep audio books on the device or use it just as a storage backup facility, you can keep the card in place um, for that very feature. The USB-C is on the right-hand side. In fact, there are two USB-C ports and they will be labelled uh, P for power or PC and V for video. So into the top port or the power port is where you can USB-C charge the device. You can also connect it to your um, computer for file transfers as well or for using as a braille display. The lower port is primarily for connecting a screen, but you can also connect other things like mixers to that as well, or even a USB-C hub if you want to do that, if you want to connect the BrailleSense 6 among other peripheral devices. One of the things that was very appealing about the BS6, the original, if you like, was the uh, 
ability for it to be able to be connected to things like mixers. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Jenny might have said in one of the uh, presentations that was, you know, sort of perfect for audio geeks. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Jenny put it um, best when she said, look, if it if it works with Android, then effectively it will work with the BrowSend 6 as well. Because we're now running a more accessible Android, something that's far more up to date, if it will work in the Android infrastructure or the Android OS generally, then um, we're able to do that with the, um, the, the BrowSense. And that goes for microphones, you know, for, for any sort of uh, broadcasting or speaker equipment, all of those sorts of things. And, um, you know, we've, we've also got Bluetooth as well. So if people want to connect their AirPods or they want to connect speakers, printers, all of those things are, are definitely, um, I mean, they were possible before with the previous generation, many of those peripherals, but um, but we've we've made it, you know, even more attractive with, um, with a later Android version as well. You mentioned its compactness, if you like, and its portability for people who might want to use it uh, as a braille display with the 20 cells in terms of connecting to... Uh, Things like uh, smartphones and or uh, tablets, that sort of thing? That's right. So anything that supports Braille, so your screen readers like JAWS or NVDA or VoiceOver if you're a Mac user, and then, of course, you've got Android phones and iPhones and even a Google Chromebooks as well, um, anything capable of Braille output, then this will connect to quite seamlessly as well. And what you've got then effectively is two devices in one. So you've got your Braille display, but then, of course, at the heart of it, you've got a note taker, which is capable of word processing. You can do your email. You can schedule your appointments with third-party calendars like Google. You've got all the Microsoft um, functionality there if you need to interface with an Office 365 Exchange server. And we even have web radio so that, um, you know, you can listen to all your favourite stations like RPH Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice all all of that sort of stuff is there. Oh, anytime, anytime. <laughs> now, what about as far as um, the apps go? Of course, I guess running Android 10, it gives a bit of an advantage over the Polaris or the Polaris Mini in terms of uh, apps that may work better or may indeed work at all uh, with, uh, with the BS6 and the, and the BS3 because of its uh, updated Android system? One of the things that we began to, to find is that people upgraded the minimum specifications for their apps. And that's why it was so important to bring the specification up. And, and Android 10 at the moment, it means that, you know, we are able, we've got the infrastructure now to build on that and bring users of the um, the BrowSense 6 and the BrowSense 6 mini even greater things and, and further Android versions as, as they become um, available for the platform. But yes, apps that will work on standard Android operating phones, such as the Google Pixel, it basically means that those uh, apps as well will also work um, mm. on the BrowSense line. They launched at CSUN just in March, so not long ago. What about uh, we're going around Australia on the Vicious Australia radio network? I mean, everyone is welcome to listen to the program, but uh, particularly for people in Australia, and I'm assuming New Zealand, what's the situation as far as its availability and, and price and that sort of thing. We're telling people the end of April, um, which is when it's going to start shipping internationally, basically. We're certainly taking interest uh, for pre-orders at the moment. So if you are interested, please do let us know so we can put your name down. We've already had quite a lot of interest and we've, I've, I'm starting to make a bit of a list because my brain isn't what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see the price on our website sitting around the 
100 mark at present. Now, those who have who want to um, self-fund the device, who aren't going through um, a scheme such as NDIS, do talk to us. We may be able to um, organise a modest discount off that. But yeah, 6.4 is the price that you'll see published. So end of April, so I guess people got a little bit of time to think. And if people are on something like the NDIS, I guess, um, you know, depending on obviously when their uh, plans come up for renewal, et cetera, it's something that uh, could be very strongly considered. Yeah, absolutely. It's worth a conversation. And things are beginning to open up again as well. So if you'd actually like a demonstration of the device, we... we we're hoping to be in your region and um, we've certainly got trips planned. So yeah, feel free to get in touch and uh, book in your appointment with the BrowSense 6 or BrowSense 6 Mini. I guess that's been one of the challenging things, Sam. I know, um, you know, depending on which state you've been in, as far as being able to get your hands on a product, I mean, it's great when someone like you comes along and so very well explains what it's like and its features, etc. But there's nothing like actually getting your hands on something to really get a, an appreciation of you know, even you say 20 cells or 400 grams, I mean, until you actually have it in your hands, it's, it's a little bit hard to kind of uh, get your mind to, to, to work around those numbers, isn't it? We've had to be really creative this last couple of years just so that people can get hands-on in a timely manner. And just with the amount of stock we've had as well, there's this horrible slogan that people like to use in sales sometimes trying to do do less with more, more with less rather. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've, we've definitely felt that in, in recent times, you know, having to sort of, you know, get equipment around the countryside and, uh, you know, getting it back, sanitize it, send it out again, and just making sure that it's done timely so that people have that immediate access for their um, reviews as well, for their plans, for their meetings, um, all mm. of those sorts of things. So, mm. um, but we are hoping to do more and more face-to-face as the months go by. I reckon this would be pretty exciting, Sam. So after the uh, BrailleSense 6 was launched in March, probably the most asked question was when's the mini coming out so i guess that uh, question is kind of being answered as we speak but uh, you know people did or the youtube mini was very very popular and i'm assuming the polaris mini similarly you know there's a lot of appeal about those um, smaller devices particularly for people who want to sort of put in your almost in your jacket pocket or uh, in your purse it's a uh, a very appealing size. We have a lot of people who still love a mini device, even though the 32 cell can do things identically. It, there's just something about, you know, the appeal of having a smaller unit, you know, that, that form factor that's just such a nice size to, you know, put in your handbag or whatever you want to do. And that's it's, it's a shrunken form factor of, of the original. So people really are, are loving that. Now we should point out that uh, Pacific Vision is a distributor for him, so uh, not directly uh, connected in a sense. Um, I know there's been some talk about uh, the um, conferences uh, coming up in uh, the northern summer uh, in uh, in North America. Uh, any ideas what might be announced or what might be on the drawing board as far as particularly the BrowSense 6 and the Mini goes? Can you share anything of that with us or, or not? There's been a lot of work put into cloud-based storage solutions. And the reason for that is that there are a lot of people in um, school-based settings, tertiary institutions who are needing to use things like Google Drive and OneDrive. We've had Google Drive in these devices for quite a while now, but what we haven't been able to do is have somebody share a link with you that appears in like a shared with me folder and then download that on a BrailleSense device. That is very shortly going to be a reality for everybody with a BrailleSense 6 
uh, device, and many of these changes will be rolled back to the Polaris devices as well. Okay. Um, and we are investigating further cloud storage facilities as well, things like OneDrive, things like Dropbox, uh, because these this is where uh, things are going. You know, no longer is it necessary to have a, a greater storage solution, you know, 128, 256 gig and so on, because mm. people are storing things off-site. It's all going in Dropbox, it's all going in OneDrive, and, you know, HIMSS are wanting to keep up with that and making sure that people have got accessible ways of interfacing with that from their Braille sense. So that's primarily what's coming in these um, these upcoming updates that you're going to hear more and more about. So in a sense, if you and I say working together but apart, as in remotely, working for the same company but working remotely, we can be sharing information or uh, perhaps uh, changing information in a document, et cetera, um, through, through the cloud rather than, I mean, I might have it on my SD card, you might have it on your USB stick, but if we're you know, 2,000 kilometres apart, that's really not much good to either of us if we wanted to uh, to share that information. That's absolutely right. So we could uh, choose a platform like Google, for example, use Google Drive, and very shortly you'd be able to do all of that from the BrailleSense device. You'd be able to upload a, a file and someone who's also using a BrailleSense would be able to see everything that you've done, including all your changes to that file. Mm. So and I that's, guess people, that's what we're working towards. Yes, and people might not totally get it, I guess particularly for school students or in work uh, situations, it's obviously very, very important. I guess if you're sort of on your own and do all your stuff by yourself, that's kind of cool. But uh, particularly if you're in situations where you uh, need to be sharing information or uh, would like the ability to be able to share that information, this is where the cloud uh, situation is uh, uh, very much a positive. Yeah, and I think the important thing is we want to be accessible to everybody. So those options will still remain. If you want to put files on a USB drive mm. or an SD card, you'll still absolutely be able to do that and, and store files and send them that way too. Well, Sam, sounds great. So the BS6 uh, or is kind of almost here later in the month. So if people almost. want to find out more, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, the wait is almost over. If people want to get in touch with you um, so you can put it somewhere and in your head as well because you have got a pretty good memory, Sam. I've got to give you credit for that. <laughs> uh, and uh, that head doesn't always, only remember things. It knows a lot of stuff. But if people want to get in touch, how can we do that? You can call me directly 0420 355 or email sam at pacificvision.com.au. Terrific. Sam, good to catch up. And uh, well, we certainly look forward to uh, making the big announcement when it's actually available. But uh, thanks for a little sneak preview of this evening. Thanks very much, Peter. Great talking to you. Sam Taylor there from Pacific Vision Talk about the Browset 6 Mini. That is it for the program. So if you've missed it, would like to hear it again, you can go to our website, https colon forward slash forward slash omny.fm forward slash shows forward slash vision dash extra vision extra. That's the name of this program back on this radio station, your favorite radio station at the same time next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast made possible by Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org to find out more about our podcast service, subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcast platform.